The process of landing investment banking job offers can often feel like a black box, which leads to confusion and anxiety for most of the candidates going through it. Hey, my name is Sam Shaw, and I'm the founder of Wall Street Mastermind. I've personally coached numerous students on how to successfully break into top-tier investment banks, including Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, JP Morgan, Centerview, Evercore, and PJT Partners, just to name a few. On this podcast, I'm going to help you demystify the investment banking recruiting process by sharing what the clients of Wall Street Mastermind have done to get results like these. Enjoy this episode. Hey guys, if you like the content on this video today, I want you to go and click the subscribe button to make sure that you get our future content as well because we're putting out these content multiple times a week to help you get into the top investment banking firms out there. So I want to make sure that you don't miss any of it, okay? Today I want to talk about the three keys to getting your foot in the door when it comes to investment banking, okay? Um, This is a common question that we get a lot from students, especially underclassmen because nowadays if you want to get into investment banking, the recruiting process starts very, very early, right? Basically halfway through sophomore year, sometimes up to two years in advance of your junior summer internship. So um, with that said, a lot of underclassmen are wondering, well, how do I start to build up my resume? How do I get my foot into the door? How do I get started in this industry, in the financial services industry, um, and start accumulating those relevant experiences so that I can have something on my resume uh, that will make me a more attractive candidate to the top banks out there, like the bold back end early boutique banks, right? Because nowadays it's pretty much a given that if you don't have any relevant internships on your resume going into junior summer internship recruiting, which again happens halfway through your sophomore year, um, you're pretty much not going to get an interview, right? That's just that competitive, right? And so um, how do you get these internships early on, especially if you're underclassmen, who hasn't had any internships prior to this, it's kind of like a chicken and the egg problem of, well, I know I need an internship, but if I don't have that internship, how do I get someone to hire me without already having any internships in the first place, right? So um, there are three things that I want you to keep in mind, right? The first thing is you have to revise your resume, your LinkedIn profile uh, first to make, make sure that you are as marketable as possible, right? Uh, this sounds very basic and very simple, but for some reason, a lot of people don't do it, right? Like I see so many uh, resumes from underclassmen that are just so poorly done. I'm not talking about necessarily the substance of the resume. Like I said, it's fine if you don't have any finance experience on there yet because that's what you're trying to get. But um, I'm talking about resumes where it just looks like you ain't even trying. Like it's poorly formatted. Things don't align. Uh, there's a bunch of empty white space on the page, you know, use a bad font or use all these crazy colors and designs, you know, like a template that you got off of canva.com or something like you don't want to do any of that, right? There are tried and true templates that just work for investment making and for financial services. Um, and you want to use something like that, like Wall Street Mastermind, we have a free resume template that you could download, right? If you don't know how to get it, like you can, you can ask me for it, but, um, like that, that template is the exact same template that all of our clients use. And it's what's allowed us to have an over 90% success rate um, over the last several years in terms of helping people get into banking, right? So there's already proven uh, templates out there that you can use. So just make sure you're following one of those templates. That's the easiest thing to do, okay? Second thing, in addition to your resume and your LinkedIn profile, um, is you have to know where to look for these interests because a lot of the a lot of you underclassmen, what you're doing is you're just going on LinkedIn or going on Glassdoor or going on 
you know, whatever the major job sites are, go on Handshake, and you're finding whatever internships are posted on there and you're applying for those, you should do that. I'm not saying to not do that because those are very, um, those are very important websites and those are where you're going to find the most uh, job postings. But you got to understand a lot of those job postings are geared towards juniors and seniors, right? So if you're still uh, a freshman or sophomore, most of the time they're not interested in hiring you um, coming from one of those job postings. Right? Like you might not even be qualified or eligible, or even if you are qualified, just know that you're going to be competing against a lot of upperclassmen typically. Um, and, you know, depending on the firm, but like most firms, they would rather hire upperclassmen because uh, they're using these internships as a pipeline into their full-time hires, right? Like if someone is a junior or senior and they're about to graduate and do a good job on these internships, they can convert them directly into a full-time employee, which is the whole point for these firms that are hiring interns, right? So more often than not, if you're just going on these websites and you're just submitting your resume as an underclassman, they're getting so many resumes and so many applications because everyone's using LinkedIn. Everyone's using Glassdoor. Um, the chances of you getting selected, unless you're just absolutely stellar on paper, um, it's going to be very, very low. Okay. Um, now, that's not always the case. There are also internships that are specifically geared towards freshmen and sophomores, um, and you should absolutely apply to those. But more often than not, those internships, in my experience, are geared towards diversity candidates. So if you're a diversity candidate, like if you're um, either black, Hispanic, Native American, if you're female, uh, if you are some, – some firms count disabilities as diversity. Some firms count um, veterans as diversity. Some firms also count uh, like first-generation college students as diversity. So you have to look at the criteria depending on the firm. But if you qualify for any of those, you should absolutely take advantage of that. But if you don't, just know that most of the time – these major job websites aren't probably going to be the place where you find these. So that leads me to my last one, which is how do you find these opportunities as an underclassman? Or like, where do you actually get these? Well, you're going to have to come up with proprietary sources of, uh, of um, internship opportunities that have less competition. So what do I mean by that? Well, for one, um, you got to network, right? Most, most of the time as an underclassman, if you want to get hired, you're going to have to network your way into these positions. So a lot of times if you're networking, you might be networking with firms that don't even have an official internship posted on their website or posted on any of the job websites where they're actually looking for an intern. But you're networking with them, you're building a relationship, and you're basically convincing them to create a position for you, right? The beauty of that is that if you're able to do that, you're not going to have any competition. Because most people aren't talking to these firms about giving them an internship because they don't have an internship posted, right? Most people are only applying to internships that are already posted, um, but that's why those are hard to get, right? And so that's the beauty of doing it this way of networking your way in. Um, but of course, like that gets in a whole separate conversation of like, well, how do you network effectively and how do you get them to actually create a position for you, which we don't have time to talk about today because that's a whole other topic. But I'll try to do another episode separately on that, maybe a different day. Okay. Um, other examples of proprietary sources are, for example, like within Wall Street Mastermind, what we do for our clients is we've compiled a proprietary database for our client that has over a thousand investment banks in there. Right? It's like not just the Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, JP Morgan in the world, the firms that everybody already knows about. You don't need me to tell you about those firms. But we have a database with over a thousand investment banks from the board brackets to the 
the elite boutiques to the middle market banks, all the way down to the regional boutique banks. Now at the regional boutique level, that's where you can have thousands of these banks. And also because these firms are smaller, um, a lot of times they don't have structured internship programs, but those are typically the firms that will be more willing to take on an underclassman intern. And those are typically the firms that you can probably just network your way into um, and, and that have less competition, right? So we created this database, there's over a thousand investment banks in there, including what location they actually have offices in, all the major financial centers in the US are included, um, their website, their, their email contact. Uh, so our clients, they just, they already have this list in front of them, which um, saves them a, a lot of legwork in terms of having to go and figure out who these firms are. And so that first step is already taken care of. And then from there, they just use our proprietary networking system of processes where we teach them how to reach out and how to uh, initiate the conversation with these firms, what to talk to them about, how to get them to give you an interview, and then more importantly, uh, what do you need to know for the interview to ultimately get that offer, right? And then so um, that's an example of a proprietary source. Um, another proprietary source that we offer for our clients is like, we actually have a methodology where even if you have no internship experience whatsoever, within the first one to two weeks um, of attempting this, or, or by attempting, I mean like within the first one to two weeks of joining the program, um, we'll have all of your application materials redone, like the resume and LinkedIn profile that we talked about earlier uh, in the first point of this video. We'll help you fix that up. And then from there, we're gonna apply um, through this channel that we know about, um, which we don't really tell other people outside of the program because that's one of the competitive advantages for our clients. But like once you go through that channel, like every single client that has needed um, to get their foot in the door with their first finance internship has been able to get one. So far, um, out of probably dozens, if not, may possibly even over 100 clients that have tried this, every single client has been able to get an internship this way. Right? And typically, it's going to be at a small private equity firm, um, which is highly relevant to investment banking. Right? So. Either you can like join our program and we're happy to share these resources with you, or you got to get creative and try to come up with similar proprietary sources like that on your own, which is going to allow you to get your foot in the door without having to compete with thousands, if not tens of thousands of applicants, a lot of which are a lot of whom are more competitive than you or older than you or more qualified than you. Right? So anyway, those are the three keys that you got to keep in mind. If you're an underclassman trying to break, uh, get your foot in the door and uh, hopefully that helps you guys. All right. Thanks for listening to this episode. Interested in discovering how you can get personalized one-on-one -on -one coaching from Wall Street Mastermind to help you beat out the massive amount of competition out there? Head on over to www.wallstreetmastermind.com slash apply. And the street is abbreviated to ST, so it's really wallstmastermind.com slash apply. And our team looks forward to speaking with you.